Thanks for checking out the YVF podcast today. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are loved. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages you, builds your faith, and helps you in whatever season of life you're in. Now here's Pastor Kevin. Father in heaven, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Я прошу тебя, Отец, чтобы ты просто открыл наши сердца, сердца, наши настоящие сердца, наши глаза, наши уши. I just ask you, Father, that you would open our hearts to receive, that you would open our spiritual eyes, that you would open our spiritual ears. Ты говори нам в нашу практическую жизнь. Speak into our lives practical things that will help us. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to the hearts of each one of us even more than what I'm able to say with my own lips. So that when we come to the end of this service and we go out the doors to go home, that we would truly know that we have been changed. That we would know even 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 more who you are for each one of us and who we, whom we are and have been made in you, Lord. I pray this in the name of Jesus. So last Sunday, we began I began to share last Sunday along the theme of the church of God and building the church of God's God strong and healthy or strong and whole and I want to continue on that theme today. Last Sunday we looked at the church as the plan and as the will of God. Мы смотрели на церковь, которая действительно создана для успеха и для пробуждения. Мы смотрели на церковь как на собственность Иисуса и строение Божие. Иисус это глава церкви. Иисус расположил тебя и меня как соработника в составе его тела, как И рождение свыше — это ворота в церковь Божию. Сегодня давайте мы откроем, начнем с 1 Коринфяна, глава 3, 10. Я по данной от Бога благодати, как мудрый строитель, положил основание, а другой строит на нем, но каждый смотри, как строит. Ибо никто не может положить другого основания, кроме положенного, которое есть Иисус Христос. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. According to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it, for no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Давайте посмотрим на церковь, как просто на рабочее место нашего Бога. So we should understand this morning that the church is God's workplace. 
it's his place of work. И основание это Иисус. And the foundation of the church is Jesus Christ. Он тот купил церковь, заплатив своей кровью. He is the one who has redeemed the church, purchased the church, paying uh, the, the, the most precious price of his own blood. И наша жизнь зависит от постоянной новизны, откровения о том, кто есть Бог, кто такой Иисус, кто мы, и что мы имеем через примирение в Нем. Through reconciliation with God that He has given us in Himself. Матфея 16 глава 18 стих мы смотрели говорит что ты Петр и насем камни то бишь основание я создам церковь свою. We looked at this verse last week in Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Jesus said to Peter, He said, I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades or the gates of hell will not overpower it. We know that the church is built on this rock of Jesus Christ. And, and in the Greek, the, what, what Jesus calls when Jesus says, you are Peter, he says, you are Petros, it's written in the Greek, and Petros means the rock. Очевидную для себя. Это небольшой камень Петр. I want you to see this picture, this illustration, that Peter is this little rock. На большой скале Иисуса. And this little rock is founded on the huge rock of Jesus. Я хочу, чтобы ты увидел себя, как небольшой камень на этой скале. I want you to see that you are a living stone, that you are a little rock, a stone that's built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Ефесянам 2 глава в 20-22 стихе написано, что бывшие утверждены на основании апостолов и пророков, имея самого Иисуса Христа краеугольным камнем. In Ephesians chapter 2 and in verse 20, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 20, it says, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Что всегда необходима база для правильного начала церкви и дальнейшего роста – это дары служения. Они описаны, мы говорили в Ефесянам 4 глава. So we see that the uh, ministry gifts that are described in Ephesians chapter 4, if we go over to Ephesians chapter 4, that they are necessary to the proper foundation, to the right beginning and the further growth of the church. That the ministry gifts are God's spiritual equipment which he has given us. So, let's look at Ephesians chapter 4 then. It's verses 11 and 12, speaking about these ministry gifts that God has given to the church. It says, And he, Jesus, gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints 
for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. Есть один принцип. Без Божьего призвания и Слова Божия поместные церкви вообще не должны появляться. So we understand that the, the church would not even exist, and there's really no reason for us to even gather together and call ourselves a church if we don't have the call of God and the manifestation of His glory in our presence. И так как это мы церковь, рабочее место Господа, Иисус хочет видеть церковь свою всегда новой. And since we are God's workplace, and we are His workmanship, and He wants to manifest His glory in our presence, and that's what the church is, so the Lord, always, Jesus always wants to see something new happen in the church, something fresh, something that's alive. A church with a vision and a purpose. A church with a vision and a purpose to bring the gospel to every, every part of creation, to every person. You remember that in the scripture, and we talked about this last week, that the, the church is the bride of Christ. Никто не хочет видеть невесту ни свежей, ни новой. Nobody wants to go to a wedding and see a bride who's not new, who's not fresh, who's not alive with vision and purpose. Nobody wants to see a depressed and dirty and sad bride. Что? Как каждому из нас необходимо понимать ответственность, молиться за полноту выражения основных даров служения. So each one of us need to have this prayer in our heart if we don't want to be the burned-out bride that we have this full expression of the five ministry gifts that God's church uh, that, that has been equipped with, that we could have God's direction, that we can be led of the Holy Spirit, and we can be equipped by the Holy Spirit. Because it's, it's, only, it's only through the gifts, the ministry gifts, that the church, listen carefully, it's only through the ministry gifts that Jesus directs and uh, manages and equips his, his church by the Holy Spirit. So we've been looking at the foundation of the church, and now I want to talk about the spirit, the soul, and the body of the church. You know that each one of us are spirit, soul, and body, and the church is spirit, soul, and body. Because it's made up of us. So in Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 4, and verse 32, it says, And the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. They have one heart and one soul, and that shows us the wholeness, the entirety, the health of the church. And the strength of the church is completely dependent upon the wholeness of the church. When the church is broken into pieces, then it's not strong. 
Крепость обязательно появится. Знаете, в Иакова 1.8 говорится о человеке, что человек с двоящимися мыслями и нет верт в своих путях. As James said in his epistle, chapter 1, verse 8, that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Это тоже мы можем применить для всей церкви. And we can apply that to the entire church. У нас есть обетование, как у церкви. Это обетование. We have, we have a promise that the Lord has given to us as a church. So we're going to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 глава 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely in wholeness, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Если говорить о духе церкви, то в Ефесянам 2 главе 22 стиха написано, что мы... Устраяемся в жилище Божье Духом Божьим. So if we're talking about the spirit of the church, the church as the dwelling place where God lives by His Holy Spirit, then it, we need to look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22. That says, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Что происходит с нами, когда мы рождаемся свыше? So what happens with us? What occurs when we are born again? До этого мы просто были дух, душа и тело, ходящие по этому свету. Когда мы рождаемся свыше. Before we were born again, yes, we were spirit, soul, and body because that's how God created us. But we were disconnected. We were just wandering on this earth. Когда мы рождаемся свыше, наш дух объединяется с духом Божьим. But when we were born again, when we were born again then he takes our spirit, he takes us, and we are spiritually connected and united together with the Holy Spirit to grow. And so we see that the church becomes a dwelling place of God, where he lives in us by his Holy Spirit. And as you look through the book of Acts, we see it's very obvious that the Holy Spirit is the main player who is uh, causing the church to grow throughout the, throughout the community in the book of Acts. And this is the most important thing. The Holy Spirit is the uh, reviving force of God on the inside of us and helping the church to grow and there's nothing more important than that. Without the reviving power of the Holy Spirit working on the inside of us, then as a people, the church, without that, we're nothing more than a powerless human religious institution. 
И вы знаете, что Библия говорит, что один Дух живет в нас. И посмотри друг на друга. Мы все разные, но один Божий Дух живет в нас. So take a moment just to look around the room. Look at each other. And you can see right away that we are all very different in very many uh, ways. And yet there is one Spirit, one Spirit, who lives in each one of us. So, с этой составляющей мы понимаем, что мы уже едины. So we understand from a spiritual standpoint. We understand from a spiritual standpoint that we are united together as one. If we're not united as one, then we weren't even born again. But being born again, we are united together as one. Давайте посмотрим на душу церкви. So let's look at the soul of the church. В Деянии 4:32 мы прочитали, что одно сердце и одна душа. In Acts 4:32 we just read that it says they were of one heart and one soul. И что значит для нашей души? Это значит, что мы с вами имеем один курс, одно руководство Духа Божьего. So what does it mean if the soul of the church is is one? It means that we're united together under a single leadership. And we have, a, we have a united course of action. We have a united plan that we're working together in. И каково наше снаряжение? Мы с вами прочитали только что в Ефесянов. Это дары служения. And we know that the equipping of the church to move in that direction, we read in Ephesians chapter 4, are the ministry gifts that Jesus gave to the church. Это красивая картина, которую Бог показывает через нас. And this is a beautiful picture that God wants to show to the world through us. Когда дары служения активируются, и мы принимаем эти дары, то все снаряжается и созидается в прекрасное When the ministry gifts are activated and we receive the equipping of the ministry gifts so that we as the body are doing the work of the ministry, then there is this beautiful picture that God, of unity that God is revealing uh, his plan to the world around the gospel. The scripture says also that we, are one, that we have one body. So when we look around, we think, well, that must not be true, because obviously we have a whole lot of different bodies. But really, we need to understand that we have one body. We have one spirit, one soul, one body, because we are the body of Jesus Christ. So we are one body. Много членов, но не у всех членов одно и то же дело. And so we read in Romans chapter 12, and in verse 4, Romans 12:4, it says, For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function. So we are, very, we are many different members, but we are one body. Смотри на свое тело. У тебя также есть много членов. So if you look at your own body, You, you can see and you know that you have very many different members of that body. And uh, when we look in the mirror, we see our faces. But we don't look at or focus our attention on all the little tiny details of our body that are Uh, essential, to, essential to the functioning of our physical body. Церкви, 
важно, если ты понимаешь этого, они важны. As concerning our physical body, just as we don't see all the little tiny details all the time, and some things we've never seen with our eyes at all, but we know that it's all essential, and we know that it's all important, so we should have the attitude toward our local church. We should have the attitude toward the body of Jesus. That even if we don't understand everything or even notice everything, that we, we have to begin from this point of understanding that every single person is essential to the working of the body of Christ. Когда мы смотрим друг на друга, мы должны видеть, что мы одинаковые, и в то же время мы не похожи. So when we look at each other and we converse with one another, then we should always understand that uh, even though we are different, we have been uh, united together as one. That we are united in our thoughts and in our hearts. And the reason why is revealed in Scripture. It says because there is one God. There is one Lord. There is one Spirit. There is one faith. That we have one vision. Одно понимание. We have, a, we have one understanding. Это рождает одни мысли. And because of these things, that means that we have one thought together. We are of one mind with one another. Но когда мы действуем в различных дарах духа и различных дарах служения, мы совершенно различны. But as we each one uh, have different gifts and different talents that the Lord has uh, uh, blessed us with, and we operate according to our own gifts, our own talents, and our own personalities even, then we understand that we are all very different from one another, though we are together as one. So, I don't know uh, how many of you have ever done a jigsaw puzzle before. Every single piece of your jigsaw puzzle is completely different, completely unique. И сначала, когда ты открываешь коробку с пазлами, ты думаешь, вау. And when you first open up the jigsaw puzzle box, at least unless it's one of those with 10 pieces for little kids like I like to do, but when you first open up the jigsaw puzzle with the box, it scares you. It's like, wow, there's so much stuff in here. Но когда вы начинаете работать и собирать все вместе, but when you begin to put the pieces together, то все это превращается then you know that the whole thing is designed to be one beautiful picture and it comes together. So I want to uh, talk about the foundation of unity, uh, how uh, the foundation of unity is having a clear and a united vision. Вы знаете, взаимоотношения церкви Иисуса Показано в Библии, как взаимоотношения мужа и жены. And the relationship in Scripture, in Ephesians, it talks about how the relationship between Jesus and the church uh, can be compared or is illustrated in the relationship between a husband and his wife. И это самая простая картина, как можно понимать об одном видении. And that's a very simple picture for us to look at and understand what it means to have a single vision and to be united in that vision. So in your family, whether they're husband and wife together, they need to have, they have to have a single vision. 
Если вы не имеете, то вы ненадолго вместе. If you don't have a single vision, a clear united vision, then you're probably not, no probably about it, you're not going to stay together for too much longer. Через года вы можете его корректируете, меняете, о чем-то договариваетесь, но вы движетесь в одном And направлении. Over the years of your marriage, you know, you make uh, corrections and adjustments to that vision, and you compromise on things, and you try to fix things and work things out, but over the years you still continue to find a unity of vision as you go forward. В притчах 29 глава 18 стих написано, что Proverbs 29, verse 18, без откровения свыше народ не обуздан, а соблюдающий закон блажен. In Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says, where there is no vision, and in the original uh, Hebrew, the reference to vision means a revelation from above, a vision given by God. Where there is no vision, then the people are unrestrained. And an explanation of that word in the original Hebrew, it's the type of unrestrained, like uh, horses, uh, that you've lost the reins and you can't control where the chariot's going anymore. Okay? Uh, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained, but happy is he who keeps the law. Proverbs 29, 18. Павел умоляет в 1 Коринфянам, в 1 главе 10 стихе, чтобы вы все говорили одно, и не было между вами разделений, но чтобы вы были соединены в одном теле и в одних мыслях. Listen to what Paul writes by the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10. He says, now I exhort you, this is very important to him, now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be made complete or whole in the same mind and in the same judgment. So what do a husband and wife do uh, in a family? Well, one thing that they do is they eat the same meals, they eat the same food together. And that's actually really important. Мы призваны с вами созидать единство веры. We are called to have a unity of faith. А вера, она от слышания. От слышания, от Слова Божия. But the scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. So когда мы питаемся вместе с вами, мы изучаем одни вещи, мы идем вместе, мы питаемся вместе с вами. So when we receive the teaching of the word of God, then we eat together the same food, we receive the same nutrition, and we begin to be united together with the same vision. Поэтому Господь создал свою церковь, чтобы его люди, они совместно пребывали в его слове и учились из этого слова. And so an important part of the local church, the way that God made the local church is that we would come together in unity and we would hear the word of God being taught and receive his, his, his word. In Acts 2, Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching. Знаете, что самая большая проблема сегодня современной церкви 
So I think the biggest problem with the modern church today, especially in our culture here where we are, we really love fast food. And we eat on the run all the time. And because that's our lifestyle with our physical bodies, so we also, in reference to the Word of God, Uh, treat it like fast food. Мы берем по пути что-то отсюда, что-то оттуда. We grab something from this teacher, we grab something from that teacher because we're on the run and we just need to get something to go keep the energy up and go on. And we don't root ourselves into the Word of God. И часто это превращается просто в какие-то поверхностные девизы. And so that can just turn our whole faith into just a surface uh, level of speaking uh, slogans and saying uh, Christianese type words that everybody wants to hear. And I know a lot about that because I grew up in that exact same religious culture in the Soviet Union, only it wasn't a Christian culture, but it was a religious culture. Because our whole culture that we were raised in in the Soviet Union was a culture of slogans where you had to say the right things no matter what you thought. And everybody marched to the beat of the same drummer. Everybody had to say the same things, repeat the same narrative. But as a church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're not called to live on that level of Christianity, which is not Christianity. So it's very important when we feed ourselves and we receive the Word of God that we become rooted in the Word of God, that it becomes a part of who we are on the inside and not just some slogans that we say and uh, a mask that we put on. When you have food that's really good food and nutritious and good for you, then you don't have to eat a whole lot of it to be full. It goes into your body, it goes in to the, uh, on the inside and roots you and grounds you in what's nutritious for you. Amen. Amen. So, vision. So let's talk about the vision. So, the vision of the local church comes through the pastor that the Lord has set in the church. So we understand that the vision comes through God, through a man, through a person that he has set in the church, and does not come through the organization itself. So you can see a lot of examples of this, and I'm going to give you just one example that just comes to my mind uh, of the... Uh, church in uh, 
of local churches that have uh, run with the vision of a pastor or run with the vision that God has given to the pastor and how God has caused them to grow like I, the church that I want to mention that I'm thinking of is Rama Bible Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Кеннет Хейган однажды получил видение от Бога, и он создал эту церковь на самом деле на основании Иисуса. Many many years ago, uh, Kenneth Hagan received a vision for that church and a vision for that Bible college and that ministry, and he founded that upon the rock of Jesus Christ. And, and shared that vision with the people that were there. And my husband, she's saying that, <laughs> graduated, graduated from that Bible college many years ago. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, there were, you know, a handful of people, maybe, you know, 50 people that were gathered together and praying for the beginning of that church. And it, it, it grew and it grew and it continues to grow this day. Вы знаете, мы как, как церковь support пастора Венгрии. Uh, you know that, Он тоже закончил Рема. Jim Jim you know that as a church we support Founded on the vision of Kenneth Hagan. And I could tell you of scores and scores of missionaries and the great ministries that have been established who came out of the vision that God gave to And to this day, you can read the books that Kenneth Hagan. Uh, wrote and that left and many years after his death they are just as fresh today as they were back then because they come from the vision that the Lord gave to him. But you know that Rama Bible Church today in Oklahoma is very different than it was then. Because his son is now the pastor of that church, Kenneth Hagen Jr., and he has a somewhat different vision. And his vision is more focused on the local community where they live in uh, Oklahoma. Not that it excludes the mission's vision, but it's more focused on the local community. Вы можете посмотреть на Винер тоже. Винер однажды был совершенно другой организацией, потому что было одно видение. You can see this in vineyard churches, like our, our church is a vineyard church. And uh, the uh, movement, the vineyard movement, used to be quite different from the vineyard movement that we have today because there are different people uh, that have been set in place as the other generation has passed away and they have the vision that God's given to them. Что? Я говорю о видении, которое Господь дает нам как телу церкви через пастора. И наша задача сплотиться вокруг этого видения. Я вам хочу дать три ключа к успеху. And I want to give you three keys to success. 
к успеху нашей церкви. To the success of our own local church, Yarrington Vineyard Fellowship. And we we'll just keep that a secret from other local churches, and we'll be the only successful ones. The first thing is we need to know what God has said to us. The second thing is we need to do what God has said to us. And then the third thing is that we need to allow what God has said to us to be our guide. It's very simple when you say those things out. Know what God has said to you, do what God has said to you, and allow what he has said to be, you, to be your guide. But success comes not when we hear these things and agree that they are true, but when we actually submit our private will to the will of God in allowing this to work in our midst. Давайте посмотрим на картину самой первой успешной церкви. Откройте Деяния вторую. I want to have you open up Acts chapter 2. And I want to look at in beginning with verse 41 what a successful church looks like. Just an example of what you would call the most successful church in the book of Acts. Let me read that. Mm -hmm. Beginning with verse 41. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 41, it says, So then those who had received his word were baptized, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common, and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Day by day continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day Those who are being saved. Amen. So I want to give you from this passage of scripture now six pillars of successfully building the local church. The first one is the te teaching. Because in verse 42 it says they were continually continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching. Mm -hmm. Oh, in Acts 5.42. And then in Acts 5.42, sorry, Acts 5.42, it says, and every day in the temple, every day in the temple, and from house to house, so in the church and from house to house, they kept right on teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Mm -hmm. Нам необходимо воспитать себя в способности, слушайте, это важно, способности регулярно слушать учения. So it's, it's, it's absolutely essential that we uh, train ourselves, and it requires training to make this habit 
of being able to have the ability to listen to sound teaching on a regular basis, to receive that teaching on a regular basis, day to day. You know, throughout, throughout my life, I have never been one who eats breakfast. And the last time that I was at the doctor, they explained to me. And I finally, I finally got it. I'm sorry, say it again. Because I felt like I had just uh, lost every bit of strength that the Lord had given me in my youth. Вы знаете, что только потому, что я не ела завтрак, доктор мне объяснил, что мое тело не может регулярно приобретать то, что мне надо сегодня для моих костей, для всего. And the doctor was explaining to me that that your age, your body is not able to receive the nutrition that it needs for your joints and for your bones because you're not eating breakfast. И я второй месяц начала есть breakfast. And you know, now I've been eating breakfast every single morning for the last two months. 50 years of my life, I never ate breakfast. And when I began to force myself, I had to force myself to eat breakfast. I didn't want to eat breakfast. For the first two weeks of eating breakfast, I felt like I wanted to throw up every morning. I couldn't even, I didn't feel good at all from eating breakfast. But I understood that I have to train myself, I have to learn to eat breakfast. And now it's already been two months of me eating breakfast, and I wake up in the morning excited to eat breakfast. I want to eat breakfast because I've learned to eat breakfast. Это то же самое о учении. Мы должны воспитать Когда Господь излил своего духа на бывший Советский Союз, when uh, the Lord poured out His Holy Spirit on the lands that once comprised the Soviet Union, и Я в том числе приобрела Господа. Lord, нас постоянно учили простым вещам. Uh, we Я в принципе никогда не читала Библию. And you know one thing is I had never in my life before that read the Bible. И у меня не было такой тяги или хобби читать Библию. And I never even had a desire to pick up a Bible or read a Bible. And I remember, just like with uh, the example I gave to you of learning to eat breakfast, that back then there was a pastor and he kept saying things like, just set your alarm in the morning. Wake up one hour earlier. И начинай менять свои привычки. And change your habits. Не начинай с гимна Советского Союза. Don't start your day with the hymn of the or the uh, 
hymn of the Soviet Union, what's it called? The national anthem of the Soviet Union. А начинай читать Слово Божие и молиться. But start your day by reading the Bible and praying. А я вам обещаю, что это не было легко. And I want to promise you that was not easy for me. Начинать читать Библию и молиться, когда ты никогда этого не делал, begin, и в принципе у тебя даже нет примеров этого. To begin to read the Bible and pray when you when That's very difficult when one has never read the Bible in his life and he doesn't have any example of what it would be like to read the Bible. But I really had a strong desire to know the Lord. And the Lord began to put into my heart a thirst for him, a desire for him. And I'd always been a very uh, obedient uh, это мне помогало очень Молодежи сегодня, когда у вас нет семей, когда нет еще детей, когда у вас достаточно свободная жизнь. Cell phones that you're looking at right now, Frank, smartphone, smartphone, put it away. That while you have all this time in your life to begin to make a habit of being in the Word of God. And as you read the Word of God, then the Word of God will go on to the, into the inside of you. And in the beginning you might think, well, I don't even understand what it's talking about. I can't figure it out. But you will. Because we have a promise from God that the Holy Spirit will remind us of the teachings of Christ and will teach us. And you know, Today, I, I, read, I read the Bible as a regular part of my life, but I probably don't read as much as I read back then. As, as time-wise, I probably don't spend as much time read, just reading as I did back then. But today, because I put all of that on the inside of me back then, I can just be... You know, driving in the car, going somewhere, doing the things that I have to be doing, and the Holy Spirit is bringing to my remembrance the words of Christ and filling me up with them again. So be obedient. And it brings a blessing to you from the Lord. So that was the first pillar, the teaching. The second pillar, the second pillar is fellowship. Они постоянно находились в общении друг с другом. We see that it says that they were continually in fellowship one with another. Первое послание тоже нам говорит, что мы приглашаем вас в общение, которое мы имеем с отцом, сыном и духом святым. In First John, John writes that we invite you to enter into the fellowship that we have together with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit. So we have teaching, fellowship. The third pillar is prayer. In Acts chapter 4, verse 31, it says, or in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, right? Or Acts chapter... 
yeah, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 that we just read, it says uh, that they were continually devoting themselves to prayer. А в главе 4, 31 стихе написано, и по молитве их поколебалось место, где они были собраны и исполнены Духа Святого, говорили Слово Божие. And in chapter 4 of Acts, verse 31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Вы знаете, что второе место поколебалось, они были собраны, потому что это была их постоянная молитва вместе. They had a continual habit in chapter 2, verse 42, of devoting themselves to prayer. В Деяниях 2.47, следующий пункт, это хвала и поклонение. So we've had teaching, fellowship, prayer, and the fourth pillar I want to give to you is praise and worship. In chapter 2, verse 47, it says, praising God. В Псалме 21, 14 их написано, но ты, святой, живешь среди словословий Израиля. In Psalm 22, verse 3, it says, Yet you are holy, O you who are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Вы знаете, что мы являемся с вами церковью 24 часа каждый день, 7 дней в неделю. I want you to understand that we are the church of God, not just on Sunday mornings, but we are the church of God 24/7. We are we are the church of God. It's who we are. А что происходит в воскресенье с нами? So what happens here on Sunday? Мы приходим, чтобы увидеть присутствие Божие, чтобы прославить Его, чтобы Он явился нам. We gather together for worship. We gather together to see the face of God, the, to enter into his presence and give him worship as one. So we have teaching, we have fellowship, we have prayer, praise and worship. And the fifth one is the preaching of the gospel in Acts 2, 47. It says, praising God and having favor with the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day. They had favor with the people. И это наше задание от нашего пастора начальника. And that's our main job. That's the, the commission that the uh, head pastor has given to us, Jesus Christ. В Матфея 28, 19, в Марка 16, 15 написано, идите по всему миру и благовествуйте, and и you know научите все народы. And Mark 16, go therefore make disciples of all the nations. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And the final pillar that I want to give to you is ministry or service. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10 says, As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Each one of us has received a special gift, and we are called to employ that gift, to use 
that gift in serving one another as good stewards Может, of the manifold grace of God. Maybe you're sitting there this morning and you're saying, well, I sure don't know what my special gift is, but I want to show you from Scripture that at the very foundation of this, we all have a gift, and it's a gift of reconciling people to God. Я хочу, чтобы вы видели сегодня, что мы наделены Господом всем необходимым, для того, чтобы мы созидали свою поместную церковь. И Бог наделяет нас способностями как на практическом уровне, And the Lord, He gives us the ability to do things not just in the spiritual realm, but also on the practical uh, level of, of getting things accomplished. So we need to throw away all these uh, thoughts that we've had, all these lies that we've heard about the church, these offenses that we've had against local churches or something that's happened to us in the past. And quit trying to uh, pull the covers up over our head or uh, try to take it off from that side of the bed to this side of the bed and trying to cover ourselves up. Let's just be honest before the Lord. And let's just admit and, and recognize that, that each one of us is called by the Lord and see that in other people, that we have a special gift from the Lord and we've been given what we need to build this local church. And I want, I want you to stand with me together right now and I want to show you one last thing. That even... The uh, being of one mind with each other, the unity that God's given us, that that is a gift from the Lord. So let me read Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. And then verse 13. It says, Now we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his good, to his edification, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now, may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you, grant you, it's a gift, to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, so that with one accord you may, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept one another, just as Christ also accepted us to the glory of God. In verse 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So let us receive this gift of being of the same mind. 
единодушно, едиными устами друг друга славить Господа. So that we can receive each other with one mind and with one confession that we together would praise and worship the Lord our God. Вы знаете, что и вот в этом славословии, когда мы принимаем друг друга, Господь будет являться каждому из нас. And when we accept one another and with one mind and one heart we worship the Lord, then you know that he will be enthroned upon those praises, that he will dwell in our praises and we will have his glory in our midst. We hope you enjoyed the message. Before you leave, we want to remind you that if you want to continue receiving updates on new sermons, that you subscribe to our podcast. If you want more information on how to contact us, make sure to check out our website at urintonvinionfellowship.com. And we'll see you next time on the YBF Podcast.